right, welcome back to State of the Art. I'm Dave. And I'm Joseph. And uh, yeah, only took us three months to uh, record another episode. Um, I guess better late than never, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, 2022 is going to be our year. That's 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 yes. going to be the 2020. <laughs> yeah, it, Shit, uh, we weren't supposed to say that. Uh, every time we say it's going to be our year, we the, it, yeah, it never the world ends, ends up being our year. Right. Well, the world ends. Um, the <laughs> uh, yeah, we we all kind of ha- you know with the holidays coming up and everything, we've all been kind of doing our own thing. But uh, but we're back and yeah. um, and we're good. organized, ish. right? Like ish. We got an outline. It's gonna be it's gonna be cool. We're gonna actually talk about uh, design systems this time yeah. around. Yeah, I mean, um, as organized as designers can be. As organized as designers can be, and if anybody knows that uh, what organization means for a designer, it's uh, it's chaos. Yeah, it's pretty look, much just chaos. Never looking at design files full or uh, layers. <laughs> yeah. uh, layers, that's a thing still. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I, I use layers. I don't. Uh, I, I don't, don't even mess them. around with layers. Yeah. The, well, that. That yeah, that hasn't happened in years. All right, design <laughs> systems. What so are design systems. What's a design system, right? Um, so uh, it, technically, um, it's essentially um, <clears throat> a list of components uh, that you sort of organize in an atomic level. Um, so. Uh, you know, the smallest thing to the largest thing. Um, but to me, I think a design system is really um, a way to manage consistency, um, keep an inventory of the patterns that you're using, um, which also help with, you know, uh, users being able to get through products because there is that consistency among patterns and design. Yeah. Yeah, I always kind of constitute as like what I've been in, you know, meetings and stuff and tried to like selling it. It's it's the universe of things. It's the right. It's the periodic table to the molecules to to the atoms to the you know, the whole whole thing. The brand patterns, the you know, just the way you talk about stuff. It's it's the universe of everything that you build. Right. Um, and I think I mean, if you're listening to this, you kind of know what a design system is. And I think we yeah. kind of. Yeah, like we, we preach this, you know, ubiquitous or this utopian, you know, design system. But I think we really know that none of them are pretty. And I think that's kind of where you, Dave and I kind of want to strive is that we want to get to the utopia, but we know that like no organization organization really understands them. So hopefully yeah. through this, you know, we can kind of give those that those talking points of like how to, how to push those things. Yeah, that, that, I think that is the biggest struggle. And I think, you know, I think a lot of designers know what design systems are. And I think they're just sort of like, okay, well, how do I get started, right? Like where, uh, you know, what, what can I do to sell it? And I think a lot of companies struggle with that as well because they just don't see the design systems are very much so the long game, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's not... And so it's like, I think it's hard for organizations to sort of back that because there's no, there's not a whole lot of short-term gain um, in a design system. Um, And if you can't, 
And if your organization can't really see sort of the long game, I think that's really where you start to sell it, right? You sell it at the long game and go, hey, listen, it's going to take us a while to get these components and everything all, you know, syncing and a process mm -hmm. and all that stuff built out. Um, but uh, in... <clears throat> In the long term, right, there's going to be some major efficiencies built out. There's going to be major consistencies created from that. Um, and even, you know, that, and it's, it's not even just really like design. It's, it's development, too, and it's, it is enablement, right? Yeah. Like if you were to look at it in like an agile or, or a, um, a safe framework, right, like they have sort of this enablement layer. Um, it, that's what it is. I mean, a design yeah. system is, in, is enablement. Yeah. Well, and I think, I mean, speaking to that, I think another great hurdle for, for design systems in organizations, especially ones that haven't really used one or utilized one, is getting, there's so many people that have to get buy-in on it. And then on top of it, a lot of, you know, pieces of the organization have to kind of let up control to the design system. Um, that's mm -hmm. one thing I've ran into trouble with a lot of places I've been is that, you know, like marketing has to kind of like give to the design system. You know, development, they kind of have to give to the, you know, their practices have to form into the system that really right. is outside of anybody's control, which it should be. It should be this, you know, like overarching thing, the governance body that nobody really has any totalization on, if that's right. a word. Um, and that's always really hard to sell. It's like, you, you get your you know your stakeholders like hey we want to do this 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 and this and they're like oh that sounds great we can save money you know and all this stuff and then you're like yeah but you're not going to be in control of it you're not going to be in control of it you're not going to be in we're all kind of buying into this universal truth and that's yeah. that's something that's really hard for a lot of stakeholders just, that they struggle with I, because they want that kind of like oh well our marketing materials need to be this and we want to push over here or or the even the you know the user experience side is like oh we you know like we really want to push this for our users our customers and then devs just, you know like oh i want to build it this way or we know how to build this way it's like well yeah but that you know that's isn't really great for the end goal yeah and i think for me the the biggest selling point that i'm able to sell to um to development teams, to marketing teams, is really just the idea of um, consistency, and, and really for development teams, it's 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 a lot of efficiency, right? So mm -hmm. once you build a component yeah. and you build it to the the specs that that are needed, um, that that's reusable, right? Yeah. And so you can consistently reuse it. And there's the side of it where you can go. Hey, development team, if your designer designs something crazy, right, or designs something mm -hmm. new that hasn't been built, that's your opportunity to sort of create some checks, right, yeah, and go, hey, we don't have that component. We don't use yeah. that component. Uh, have you, you know, have we Done gone through the design yeah. system team, right, like, or, you know, has this gone through... Um, sort of the the review process with the design systems, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and it, it it keeps the development team from having to rebuild, you know, things that aren't necessarily um, consistent yeah. with everything else. And for marketing, that is it's a hard sell. I know it's yeah. a hard sell for brand yeah. teams, but you know, I mean, I think 
but uh, but reminding, I mean, that's where I was trying to get to. It's like, you know, talking about, you know, like it's the design system is supposed to support the teams, not necessarily the teams support the design system. Right. If that makes right. sense. You know, it's, it's right. all about, it's like, if you let it, you know, be the, be the organism that it is, everybody wins. You know, it's, mm-hmm. but when you try to start yeah, in there's, a direction, it's, it's really hard. It's like such a weird quasi concept. It's like, yeah, you have to drive it in a direction, but you don't, the more you force right. it, the worse it becomes. Like it, right. Then you start getting animosity between teams and, yeah. And I think I think a lot of a lot of marketing, you know, and, and brand people don't really I don't think they understand like the benefits that they could get from a design system. Right. Like content strategy. Um, you could you could create a, a, a tone of voice or voice of the brand. Right. And mm-hmm. that can become part of the design system. Right. Like, for instance, error handling. Like, how do we talk to our customers when they mm-hmm. receive an error? Are we oh. fun? Are we a little more serious like what yeah. does that look like and that becomes part of the design system and it becomes part of that specific component and I, even like marketing direction right like you can use the design system to be able to create a direction a consistent direction on on marketing um, mm-hmm. to to your customers right like if they're if they get a, an email and it looks completely different than what they do when they log into your application, there's a disconnect, but you can use that system to kind of go, okay, this is how we present ourselves to our customers. This is how we sell to them. And this is how we market to them. Right. Well, I mean, that goes into like it's servicing groups. I mean, and getting buy-in, I mean, really there's, there's an opportunity. You kind of, you know, mentioned it with the targeting customers, Uh, customer support areas are actually a great, place to get that buy-in because mm-hmm. they are really the that customer experience you know frontline voice and if they get a buy-in to that design system and the way they talk to customers when things happen that pushes back to the marketing goes like hey we have this you know proof that like this is how the customers enjoy talking to you know we have these success mm-hmm. stories of you know this this broke here this broke there and we were able to resolve it using this language Right. Maybe move move that into the marketing. Um, and then well, you also the, think about like training material, yeah. right? So like if you create training material for customer service and your application works the same way across the board, then there's some there's that actually makes customer services life easier. Yeah. So they can be able to identify and pinpoint where customers is is struggling, and then that becomes yeah. part of. Yeah of a designer's you know uh research and and and, that, and and creation of the design and they can and the, the thing too that i think a lot of people and a lot of like marketing folks think is like is like it's a template and like the design system team is like forcing everybody to use this specific thing and i think the thing that misses a lot is like the sort of the intake piece of it right yeah. so well, you know, they, being able to go, hey, but you can contribute to this. Like, do you yeah. feel like we're going in the right direction on the design system team? Because your brand, right? Like, you yeah. should have the ability to go, hey, this is how we market to our customers. This is how we, you know, present ourselves. This is our personality. Well, um, and this is how we roll. And then have some sort of effect on yeah. the design system and, and how the applications are presented, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's... I mean, you you and I have both worked, you know, 
marketing back in the day, you know, that, you know, or at least a layer of it. We know how typically their world is. So they think that's mm-hmm. what we're talking about when we're like, hey, right. no, we want to build this this way and this. And they want to be free. Yeah. <laughs> they well, want to be able to design whatever they want. And they, they yeah. still can. They, the yeah. design system doesn't necessarily have to. Um, it doesn't have to shove you in a box, right? Like you can still market and be creative and do those things. But what we're doing is we're creating a, a, a single source of truth, right? A, a, a shared learning of our, of, of the way that we are. Right. Yeah. I, I actually had a great analogy, uh, throw bestowed upon me when it came to, you know, that kind of topic of, Think of it as a burger place versus a taco place. Your, your design system right. is like, we're building tacos or we're building burgers. You're not pigeonholed to what kind of burger or taco you have, right. but the rules are set in place to like make the best burger or to make the best taco as possible. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and you I can sell burgers and tacos if you wanted yeah. to, right? And if that's yeah. if that's the kind of business that you're in, you're, you're selling <laughs> burgers and tacos then, you know, you can create a system that supports both burgers and tacos, right? Maybe maybe it's like, about, hey, yeah. right, you yeah. have to think about that, and you have to go, okay, how flexible do we need to be mm-hmm. um, with our design system to yeah. sell burgers and tacos? Can we have toppings that work on bur- both burgers right. and tacos? So then you're reducing that, you know, like that right. overhead. Cheese goes on both burgers and tacos, Boom. right? So, yeah. all right, cool, lettuce. Tomatoes, yeah. onion, like all this mm-hmm. stuff goes on a taco. Beef uh, yeah. goes on tacos and burgers, right? The difference is, is the bun, right? It's a tortilla <laughs> or it's a bun, right? Yeah. So, you, but then you boom, you get a pita, and you can just have both. <laughs> then you can just go to Jack in a Box, and you did, can get did, a chicken fajita did we pita. Just start thing. a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, uh, but I mean. Talk, I mean, speaking of like unconventional ways that design system works and restaurants, I mean that's Chipotle, that's Subway, that's mm-hmm. you know that's the way they work. They they went okay, people want a sandwich, boom, here we have all these toppings, and then you make a sandwich, and right. it works, and that's mm-hmm. basically what a design system is. It's like here's you like we we know right. how to make bread, we make bread and we work on bread the best bread possible. And we make, you know, we just make these things. I mean, I'm not necessarily right. saying Subway's the best bread, but I mean, I think <laughs> right. in Europe it's considered cake, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, but no, it's I, the same I, concept. Yeah, I get it. Is, it is sort of the same concept, right? Like you, you yeah. have these pre made toppings and you can mix and match what you want. And, mm-hmm. um, and the idea is that Subway sells sub sandwiches, Pizza Hut sells pizza, but. Yeah. They all and and then they create the toppings for that. I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> do we do we need to move on to the tools of making? We need, I think we need to move on to the tools, <laughs> or else I'm gonna go get me a taco. Because I mean, uh, the, the gist of it is, you know, getting buy-in shouldn't be a a, a, a we're way off topic on that. But yeah, like getting yeah. getting a design system buy-in, and this is probably a topic that we could have 20 episodes on. I mean. People have podcast <laughs> yeah. on just oh, just yeah. getting people into di- design systems, but I think the, you know, like selling that consistency. You know, I'm kind of trying to go through a bullet points here. Selling the consistency to your stakeholders, getting unconventional stakeholders, I think is a huge one. You know, getting your customer service people in, getting your, yeah. you know, and 
and honestly, if you could talk to the business leaders of like the savings, just in customer that, service, is that's a huge sell for me. At, I think that's a bit. I think that's probably the biggest struggle is just leadership, right? Yeah. Where it's like I have to convince leadership to give me people. Yeah, spend resources focus, now to save right. money later. Right yeah. to give me a design system when most. Most yeah. leadership is like, what? What even? Yeah. What is that? Right? Yeah, I want to. Um, I want to save you money on products you haven't even thought about selling yet. That's yeah. basically what and it I've, is. I've only ever really seen it um, when design leadership is 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 on board, right? And they they are, and there's and there's a high enough level of leadership and design to be able to make sort of those decisions and to be able to create the investment. Um, but I, I think it is a struggle and I think that it's going to continue to be a struggle until we sort of hit that sweet spot of like, how do we sell a design system to the business? Because design systems are so new that there's not, I don't think there's a lot of data around the success of a design system, right? From, you know, across the board. Or how to quantify um, so I, it. Yeah. Right. How to quantify uh, the, yeah. you know, the success of, of a design system. But I think we'll get there. Right. Like, I think yeah. enough companies will, you know, determine that, oh, yeah, this this made sense. And and the companies that do invest in it at the beginning are Cut. going to it's going to pay off. Well, you know? I mean, and every once in a while you, you see some, you know, like successful companies that brag about the design system really helps that a lot. I mean, when you have. You know, like Dropbox bragging about their, you know, it was a few years ago, but like they really worked on their design system. It's a little bit more on the marketing side, but I mean, it's a great example. Um, Adobe Spectrum is like a huge design system. Um, I still think they can get their apps a little bit more consistent, but that's, you know, we're going well, on two I mean, decades on that. but Right. I mean, that's a lot of legacy I think they have to get through yeah. I mean, uh, in I, order to do that. But I think we'll see that, especially through, like, the iPad stuff. They'll have learnings yeah, from that's where using. you really see it a lot right now. Um, I mean, speaking of – yeah, let's get into the tools. Let's, let's, let's talk about the tools. Yeah, let's I think we tools. can yeah, – you know, I feel like talk. this is <laughs> – yeah, we could talk about this stuff for hours, but um, yeah. tools. So tools, yeah, the tools. We've we've mentioned that we're both Figma fans, right? So yeah. we've we've been using Figma, but I, I think we've I, used them all, right? Started with Sketch, I, then used XD, then moved to Figma. And I mean, this might be you know one of those things that will come out very apparent in 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 future episodes. You and I really don't have the perfect product yet. The perfect no. tool does not no. even come close. I don't like think we, anybody feels like they have the perfect product yet. I mean, we we I really tried to love XD. I really you know I was an XD oh, I know. advocate. I mean, we we were both, you know, huge uh, XD advocates yeah. when they came out. Their prototyping stuff is top-notch. Like I yeah. will say that XD's prototyping is pretty quick phenomenal. and simple. Um, it's and and they do a really good job with it. Their design system stuff, though, is is I mean, I mean it's pretty weak. It's better than it was. Like them moving it into Creative Cloud libraries was yeah, a CC good was a good brilliant thing. Stroke. Um, and um, especially they should have done that from the get go. But yeah, but 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 their implementation is slightly different than their talk back. It's back sporadic. To the it's 
Yeah, I mean it's it's sporadic. I mean you yeah. can't you can't use specific components and like being able to drag things in from Illustrator or you know it, there, there's it's just very very weird on how it works. And I realize I really wish that they would have just made everything like when you make a new component in XD, it becomes a smart object, and that smart object can get moved from application to application. And well, that's what I wish they would have done. Like, just update the smart, just update smart objects to support, you know, more things. Like, I, I wonder if they're going to do a little bit of state slash like local interact, like prototyping, kind of like Figma does with the you know prototyping right. the variant. I wonder if that's coming, and that's why they made it its own object. I, but maybe. I mean, speaking of components, let's address the elephant in the room. XD, get some component organization done. You, I, I think it's coming. I think it's just taking them a long time to. It's to been coming it. for. But what, you know two, the thing is, years? right? And that's the, I think that's the thing that annoys me is like, uh, they keep releasing all of these like 3D transform. Like why? Like, yeah, cool, like, nifty. Cool. I guess it's, it looks awesome. I'm never gonna use it. Yeah, and, I mean, I, I give grid. Grid was cool. Grid was useful. I hate grid. Really? I uh, hate grid with a with a patch because it doesn't work correctly with components. Oh, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. If that, I guess that maybe that's the actual problem. XD is like all this like really cool, almost there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. And you can see where exactly. you just could finish it. You nailed it. Yeah. yeah, and that's my biggest issue with XD is it's like you guys release all these great features, but it's like halfway there. Like for instance, states. Why can't I reorder states? Why do yeah. I have to delete all the states that I did up until then and then recreate them? Like or, this is this is that's I mean, like yeah, mixing states fundamental. But, like, but then you get on the other side of the Figma, so, you know, like variations are cool but i kind of want states within the variation like i kind of want this blend of both like like yeah variations needs i i i think that figma in itself needs a higher level i mean to borrow like theming Right. So like if I could create themes and then do things, but the, I see what you're saying. And variants are a little weird in the sense mm -hmm. that like, like, like I can create a property and then, um, none of the other properties attributes will pertain to that property, that higher level property, but it still shows up. And it's kind of yeah. like a, it's kind of like a weird, like, Oh, I might have, so if I have desktop and I have a, a, a card and it's outlined in solid, like uh, maybe mobile doesn't have outline in solid, but if I select mobile and then I select outline, it switches me over to desktop and I'm like, that's ridiculous. So I feel like there should be some hierarchy built into mm -hmm. variants to allow you to create um, yeah. the, like the main, like there's a, there's a container Right, and then inside of there is like little containers that swap itself out as you modify the main containers. Right? Well, I think you and I had this idea once of like global. I think, and I'm I'm kind of going yeah. off off where you're you're you were just talking, but 
going the other way, you know, global. Well, yeah, global and that's setting. the that's the that's that higher, right? yeah, that's the higher level yeah, like, thing. It, yeah, really, like, like the glee. Flip a switch. Global, it, anything that has this switch, let me flip it. Right, and like that. Yeah, that's really what I think. That's the big thing that variants would would benefit from is being able to have sort of the higher level to where it's like when I build a website or an, a mobile application or, you know, a, a, a web application, like, and all my components all have a specific theme and I want to create like a light and a dark theme, then I should be able to literally just go, okay, dark or light. And I think that would be beneficial for a lot of other companies mm -hmm. too, because they might have, um, different brands, you know, that all share the same component. I mean, a button is a button, right? Like mm -hmm. you're going to have a button share across brands. It would be nice if I could literally just drag a button in and go, okay, I, you know, uh, I'm on Doritos or Fritos <laughs> or whatever. And then I can yeah. just flip it. Right. Um, and it, and it just, it just changes. And so you can do a lot of like the same layout stuff um, across multiple brands without having to rebuild um, yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah there, there's there's a, there's something there with global. I mean, yeah. just in a prototyping, I mean, I'm, I've been prototyping mine lately, so you'll, you'll hear me talk about prototyping right. a lot lately. <laughs> or, or <laughs> um, there, let me trigger those in my prototype too. That'd be really, yeah. really Well, handy. you can, you can, um, you can so interactive prototypes they just released, right? Right. I'm I'm talking like the global side. Like, let me flip. Oh, well, yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah. I'm been playing with with ProtoPie, which is a little bit more of a prototyping side than it is uh, to yeah. the, to design. You still design in it, but it's hardcore prototyping. Like you get variables and all right. sorts of like text supports, and you can store strings. I think I. I have. I mean, I'm only like three, four days into learning it. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So I mean, I, I I think that's a conversation for a different day. But I'll have to 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 check it out. I downloaded it, but I haven't had time to. Yeah, uh, it's to it's check pretty. It out. It's kind of like in in my brief, like it's kind of like the next step of like envision to sketch was. It's like right. prototype to Figma. It's like taking that gotcha. next step of like I really. It's kind of basically it's actual with a little bit more ease of use. Okay. Um, Speaking of sketch. No sketch. Do we want to do we want to talk about that shit show? I haven't used sketch in a while. <laughs> Every uh, once in a while I have I, it fired up for legacy files, but God. I it, recently, like with the last company that I was at, I had to use sketch, and um, I remember dude, it was the hotness. It is, it is just not there like their design system stuff is getting better and i do like the way that they sort of separate separate out like Supervise. the text dot separate separate her uh they separate out like the the different um you know uh like textiles and and mm -hmm. things like that like i like the visual way that they do that like i hate that figma like throws it all in the sidebar and like yeah. i can't I can't see exactly what those things look like. And like, yeah. I would like, like if I create like headings, I want to be able to see what the, the hierarchy, headings, those yeah. headings look like, you know, actually look like together mm -hmm. without like, because if I'm in a new file 
and I'm creating stuff, I don't see the design system and the hierarchy in those things, and I just start adding stuff, and then I'm like, well, wait, this doesn't work, or this typeface is too big, or whatever, and then I have to go back to the design system um, and fix it, and so it would be nice to just sort of see some of that stuff, and the way that Sketch kind of creates that visual um, uh, hierarchy, I think uh, they do really well, but I tell you what, Sketch and prototyping, that's a well, big I mean, F no for me, dog. Like they, they no. never really had it. I mean, that's. I mean, I just mentioned yeah. you had to use a vision. You had to remember. And craft. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand why. Um, outside of like, I guess the Envision partnership that they don't invest heavily in prototyping because that's like that's the way that the future like xd yeah, i mean highly invested in prototyping which then made figma go oh shit and then they yeah. highly invested in prototyping um well, I mean, and like i find you know, myself most of the time is how fast can i get to a prototype that's usually right. like where i'm at you know on a date mm-hmm. it's like okay we've got this feature let's we want to explore boom how how quick can i get to a a functional prototype you know, at least a, right. a moderate, you know, like, so that's where Figma right. was just night and day yeah. for me over right. XD is, or not XD, uh, Sketch. Um, yeah. Yeah. XD kind of took that from Sketch for me. And then, because I was just like, I am not firing up Envision. And then. No, dude, that process is awful. Like it, like the problem is, is like broken. Sketch. Yes, Sketch updates, Craft loses its mind, and then you can't do shit for two weeks until Envision updates Craft. And I'm like, this, this is not ideal. And that was a big reason why I, my, you know, my last team, we switched. Uh, you know, when I was leading uh, another team, we switched from Sketch to XD because I, I couldn't it was a take. Huge deal. I could not take it anymore. And, and all of my designers, like they, they wouldn't be able, like they're like, well, I can't do anything until craft updates. And so then I'm on the phone with Envision support going, hey, Sketch updated. Like, why aren't you communicating with Sketch if you guys like, are such and a large sup- piece I remember when their right? support's like, like, well, don't update Sketch. And you're like, you automatically right. push an update. Like, well, no. I'm going to update Sketch. You just write about this new thing. <laughs> right. Like, Sketch doesn't have anything, and they're giving me things, so I'm going to update. Like, you're you're out of your, your brain. I think the only thing that ever really was super compelling about Sketch was the fact that it was, it was Mac-built, right? Yeah. And so, like, the interface well, was very, you know... Apple-esque and you know they it was thought it about was, UI as well they thought that about was, UI right because I mean remember the days of having to like slice up a Photoshop document <laughs> yeah and then we found oh yeah fire uh, what was it what was oh, it called Firefox uh, or Fireworks oh, Fireworks oh, Macromedia Fireworks my, my dream that got the, you in the, I think that was your dude, UI I loved I love that program so much. I was so heartbroken when Adobe killed it. I mean, I understood it was riddled with bugs and it was just really bad. Uh, but dude, I love that application so much. It had charm and it was built for me. And I just, I loved I, it. I remember like, I just remember you coming. You have you tried this fireworks? I'm like, I don't know what the hell is it. He's like, it's for like making stuff. Yeah. I remember that. I think yeah. that was your. It's for gateway. web, bro. It's for web. 
<laughs> that was back when I was just going to be a print designer. Oh, yeah. Naivety. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> so back to topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, so but, uh, yeah. Yeah. So s- essentially, find what tool works for you. Joe and I have our grievances with each one, right? You just find the tool that works for you. If Sketch is your tool of choice, do it. Like, it doesn't matter. I mean, really the idea is to get to a prototype quickly, get to testing quickly, and get to building quickly uh, so that you can build... You know, you can build something that's measurable, right, of of value. Um, And then there's documentation products, and they're they're very few and far between. So you essentially have Envision DSM or Zero Height, and that's sort of your two – I think there's, like, another Tool Labs or something, but they're not – I mean – Tool Labs is pretty – pretty uh spiffy they've they've got some uh plugins with figma you know since you can yeah you can do some of the documentation on figma you can pull mm-hmm. that over into tool labs so you can document oh. it in one place and then like at least all the really? you know, like yeah like your uh all the descriptions and stuff in figma. dude that would be yeah I think, i'm gonna have to look into that because um that's that's one thing like i don't even do any documentation inside of figma because yeah, i mean it's I'm like naming writing it twice Why? Right, right. I'm not writing it twice because we use zero height, um, yeah. and it's it's working well. Uh, Env- Envision DSM is isn't very flexible. Like you can't create like tables and things like that within content, and it's yeah. it's just. I mean, it's okay if you use Sketch. Like it's a good it's a good way to sync up with Sketch. Maybe it's a little weird, um, but uh, zero height seemed to be pretty. Uh, pretty easy um, to to keep up to date and sync with. Um, you can do the different versions and the different releases, and like we haven't gotten there yet because we're still in the sort of the beginnings of I, of as, the design system. But as you know, I'm a UI UX team of one, so that's that's something that got cut yeah. cut from my <laughs> my right. my, uh, my daily job i am yeah i I, well i was and then i brought on a team member um recently but we're still like i spent a lot of time just doing like little little things to the site to kind of make it work and then um you know the rest of the time was design system and design system documentation and we still me and the other designer we still split up uh some of that work so we're we're trying and we're giving <laughs> our leadership is giving us the opportunity to awesome. to to build it out. So um, I can't I mean, complain I, too much. Yeah, I mean, I, I I mean, we like I do my documentation is, is as far as like the notes and stuff and Figma, the all the description stuff. Just but I mean, that's still it's, it's still something. It's better yeah. than nothing. Yeah. Oh, at least like you're you're maintaining a library, right? Yeah. Like you may not be creating this whole documentation site yeah. and doing all of that, but you're at least like maintaining a library. <laughs> and yeah. that's that's something, right? Well, I mean, I, I have like talk about wild stuff. Like I mean, I you know the products I work on. Like I've 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 got a both a, a design system in mobile which is both iOS and Android which both leverage iOS and Android built-in components then I also have a hardware which is LCD which has its own visual language and then mm-hmm. a hardware that has no actual the segmented display which has to which 
going back into the design system as being more than just visual assets. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy. And, uh, yeah, documentation is definitely something to, to do. It's the hardest thing to do. It's yeah. harder it's, than It's figure. hard to find time. Yeah. Yeah. To, it's, to well, it's going that. back to, like I was saying, late, you know, naming layers is difficult. And now you want me to write it. How is this supposed to <laughs> right, work? <laughs> right. Well, and I think really documentation only works when there's a team yeah. that is specific to like an enablement team that's that's specific to design systems and building that out. And then they can sort of create that stuff. I think it's hard for one designer to be like, Oh yeah, uh, I'm going to maintain a library and I'm going to document and I'm going to sync and I'm going to make change. Like it's, it's a, it's a lot. And I think really like if I could give any team uh, of one, some advice is like, don't worry about (laughs) documentation. Just maintain a library. It, it, the library itself will make your life so much better. Oh yeah. Trust me, yeah. I mean, that's... Like, you you don't necessarily need to worry about documentation. You really only need to worry about documentation in larger in larger groups and, and when you're looking at sort oh, of pulling together the marketing team, the UX team, the dev team. Like, you're trying to create a single source of truth for that. Um, and, and, you know, sell it, right? Like try to sell to your leadership that, you know, a documentation makes sense. (laughs) And there's also, and so I, I don't want to, I don't want to, to leave this out because I know that Joe and I are both designers. And by the way, Sammy, uh, had to, to make a last minute trip to visit family. So he wasn't able to make the show. Um, but I do, I do want to give devs their opportunity and one thing that we found that works really well is storybook is implementing storybook into um the dev process and the the component build process because it essentially allows you uh to create a component with all of the attributes all of the functionality all of the different you know uh styling changes all within sort of a a single library for yourself, right? So designers might have a design system library of components inside of Figma, and then this is sort of your Figma, right? Where you can build out these components, create a library of them. You can even build in, uh, I think it it rolls into the NPM process and you can create testing and automated uh, automated testing on those components and basically like, okay, a drop down is supposed to drop down when you click it. And then you create that automated testing to where it makes sure that that drop down always happens. Um, and if I found it really easy to do the one-to-one, right. And also to kind of define, um, the way that the pattern works for that specific component. And it really saves the dev from having to go back to the designer every time and go, oh, was it supposed to work like this? Was it supposed to do this? Is this how it works? And then the designers has to QA and go, okay, uh, this doesn't work correctly and this doesn't work correctly. Like it saves you all of that having to go back and forth. And it saves time for QA, right? Because if you build it and you're like, this is the automated testing that needs to happen and this is how it functions, QA can just make sure that it does that. Um, and you don't have to worry about a lot of like the back and forth. It saves designers time because they don't have to QA the designs again. Um, and uh, if you're if you're a dev um, and you're you're interested uh, in sort of how to 
to best build a design system with the design team, um, Storybook is a good is a good uh, tool that you can use to create a library of components uh, on the development side. Yeah. So. yeah, I mean, we'll, 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 when Sammy's back, we'll we'll have to circle back to this conversation and really get the devs. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Sammy's been using it, and he really uh, he loves it. Um, and I think I've convinced my development team um, to to look into it and use it. Um, the previous place I was at, they used it, um, and then the place before that was was I worked with Sammy, and and they started to use Storybook. Um, and a, a lot of a lot of places are starting to kind of use storybook as a single source of truth for yeah. you know uh, a lot of of the design system work um, and it, it works it works great because designers and developers can work together mm -hmm. to build that single source of truth and then there's less there's less questioning about how things are supposed to be and how things work and development teams can then chime in and go okay well you you're building this component to work this way but we're not able, like we can't. It does a, It just doesn't build that way, right? And and there's, the it creates the ability for dev to sort of provide some feedback um, into the components that are being designed. Um, so, yeah, um, and and that sort of leads us into uh, you know sort of leveraging the tools to mitigate issues, and that's that's one issue. Right is is the deve the development design collaboration piece of it, um, and then if you if you're working with the marketing team and you're working with brand team and voice team, you know copywriters, um, being able to create a source of truth for everybody to sort of uh, go to, and I think that's the biggest benefit of the documentation. Right, is to be able to have all the teams. Um, you know, be able to come in and, and have a single place where everybody can go and have a discussion about how things are being built and the way that we present ourselves to our customers. Um, that, there's just a lot of tools that using yeah. sort of a combination of all those tools can, can definitely help mitigate a lot of, a lot of internal mm -hmm. issues yeah. and external issues. Well, and, and it also, it, it shows, I mean, just uh, it's kind of a weird one mitigate issues, but it shows a, an evolution too. So you can go like, hey, yeah. we, you know, like in version 2.0, we had these issues, so we did it this way. And then that creates a problem solving pattern of like, mm -hmm. oh, when you have a new issue, it's like, well, we solved this issue this way. How can we learn from that and, and solve these other issues? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, design, oh, design systems. I mean, I know, I feel like we're kind of. <laughs> The quasi design system <laughs> conversation, but that's I mean that so design systems really are just patterns. It's you know it's more than mm -hmm. just those those things. It's just how you think. Of, you know it's that right. Well, it's I mean, a I mean, it's a manifestation of of the of the brand is yeah, really and, like the biggest and the company piece of it. and how the you know like just the just the inner workings. The process itself is part of the design mm -hmm. system. How the devs and the designers interact as part of the system the company culture you know it's like yeah are you guys yeah. hanging out after work you know it's like it's kind of part of that <laughs> right uh, you know and speaking of that do we want to do we oh, want to talk about process or do we want to keep talking about issues uh, I, I, we we could talk i mean you you and i could just talk about things endlessly um i mean pro <laughs> 
Dude. I mean, process mitigates, right? So yeah. I mean, it's it's not necessarily like a, I mean, it's a good segue. A good, let's just let's it, take the segue, segue gift. Let's, let's take, take the the, <laughs> the gift of segue. Let's uh, take <laughs> process. Yeah, outtake or output intake. You know, um, that I think that's a struggle too. Is like because you know, kind of what we were talking about earlier, where it's like because the design system is sort of like a list of components and it's sort of a structure and I think you know a lot of out external sources from the design system team feel sort of in in kind of a, a chokehold like this is how it has to be um, and I think you really have to have an intake process in order for that to feel because like for instance at at um, uh, the place that I was with with Sammy, um, we had one si design system designer, and then we had like seven or eight other designers on multiple products, right? Um, and so we had to sort of figure out, okay, well, what does that look like as far as like distribution, right? Output, right? Mm -hmm. Like how are they getting these components? Okay, so we use XD, so we'll put them in a library and we'll make that available. And so they can kind of take that and then we have to go, okay, well, what if these components aren't working? Yeah, how do, you um, get how that do we back? How do we get really feedback, tough. right? Um, and one thing that we ended up doing was we created like design system office hours. And so like every Wednesday it was open and you could literally just come in to a team's meeting with us um, and you could demo off the stuff that you're doing or if you have a grievance you can come in and say hey this component isn't working or there's a bug um, yeah. and then you could also come in and go hey none of the components that we have actually works uh, with this design that I'm doing and it's not um, uh, I, I think I need a new component right and then we would have that conversation and go okay do we actually need a new component or are we, need we to solve a different uh, way? Yeah. Or do we need to solve this pattern to work? Like, are we using? How are we using this pattern elsewhere? Yeah. Right, and then we go. Okay, well, maybe maybe we don't need a new component, and we just need to be consistent with our other patterns. Um, or you know, yeah, this is a brand new thing, and then we would have a conversation. Okay, how is this going to be reused? Yeah. Right, like, how are we going to? bring this in so that it's flexible enough for another application to use this specific component in this way or is it a one-off like do we i mean there's there's, well, there's not really yeah there's those awful times where you're like well we have to go against a pattern because right. this is a weird circumstantial it's, thing sometimes it's usually, just specific yeah, to the application right yeah but where usually usually there's there's more than one way like i and you 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 know this, but I always preach the let's build patterns, not absolutes. You know, yeah. Let's let's make let's make Legos. You know, like you can right. have a lot more fun, um, especially when you do the one-off things, and then you're maintaining that one-off thing, and it's yeah. an exception to the yeah. rules, and then you're like, well, and and problem also is with that I found with the exceptions is they breed some. Well, we didn't follow the pattern this time. Yeah. And we are fine. We are safe. Right. Yeah. You know, like, let's do it again. Yeah. You know, it, it. Right. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's where it's like, there's, there, there does need to be a process to have that discussion. Right. And mm -hmm. say, 
if you have a new design, please don't just throw it over to the development team and yeah. have them build it. Like let's let's talk about it in our design systems office hours um, and decide what we want to do moving forward. If it is a new component that we need to build it in, okay, then hand me over. You know, submit the design file, and we'll put that in the enablement backlog. Let's yeah. figure out, you know, what your timeline is. Do you need it ASAP? Do you, yeah. or okay. are you still sort of in the wireframe and testing phase? And we can sort of maybe hit that next sprint. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then, and then it becomes part of the design system. It goes through the development team. The development team builds it, and the development team releases it out to their their development yeah. teams. Yeah, um, it, it, yeah. It's it's something like I work at a place that it's really cool the way they they ingested new components you you were able to throw a component towards the they, they called it the uh what did they call their design system team either way the governance body um, right. and you could throw something there anytime as long as you show the context in which you're needing to use it and they were really good at going oh Let's talk about that. Let's 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 have a meeting, you know, like yeah, and then work through it and and kind of go, and it's kind of what you're saying. It's like, is this the right pattern, or it's like, mm -hmm. oh, hey, we could actually use this here, here, and here. Um, a lot of really cool things, and they were really good at letting designers kind of problem solve too, because I think yeah. that's also a, a fear mm -hmm. of a lot of design system stuff. It's like, oh, you're just going to give me a box of, like, the template right. problem. You're going like, to tell me what to do, yeah. Yeah, or yeah. you're just going to be like, oh, this is the same calendar everybody uses. Oh, this is the same right. crap everybody uses. Like, like, no, you know, that shouldn't be the case. That, no, you know, it, it shouldn't should be. be. You know, I mean, one of the Designers things Designers should in, be able to contribute yeah you know, to yeah. that. And that, and that's on your point, right? Like what if, what if we create a calendar widget, right? Or a calendar component. Mm -hmm. And then that calendar component isn't flexible enough. Yeah. It's for, like it doesn't have range or something. Like it that. does. Yeah. It doesn't have like, and that's the pattern piece, right? Where it's like, Oh, well, I feel like this should behave this way. Mm -hmm. And then we go, okay, well let's update it in the, in the, you know, in the design system and let's, Let's add yep. this new component. Let's, and it's not necessarily, maybe it's not necessarily a new component, right? Maybe it's just an update to an existing component. And yep. you go, okay, let's define the variation of this component and how it behaves. So, like, yep. for example, like selecting a birthday, um, most people actually, um, we found a better, a better way to do that. And that's selecting the year and then the month and then the day through. Yep going through a date picker, right? Like yeah. if you're filling out the uh, uh, text input, you're typically going to go month, day, year, like normal. But it was actually much quicker for us to just present them with the year, then present them with the month, and then they can select the day. Because always, like you, if you present them with a normal calendar picker, they'll go find the month, and then they'll go find the day and then they'll have to click year yeah, and, and then they'll have to find the, the year and then it's going to change the thing. And it was, it was sort of a nightmare. Yeah. Um, and so we found that through sort of our intake process where a designer was like, Hey, you know, it'd be really cool for birthdays is if you could select the year first then the month then well, the date. And, and then we built it and it, it was successful. It was really, it was really well done. And a lot of our customers were like, that's really nice. Like it's the small thing, 
but well, our customers loved it. Yeah, and then and this is this is a, a very similar analogy that we found. It, this is actually the same place, but uh, with the day picking because I mean we both worked in fintech, so <laughs> right. Uh, but we actually utilize, and this is a topic for another day. But smart design, where it's like you've already entered your age somewhere else. We'll we'll hold that age, so we at least know the year. So when we right. pop up that, you know, date picker, we know the year. So go find your month and you know, like yeah. stuff like that. But you that. have to have that data first. Yeah, and I think right. that's sort of the the the. Struggle. Oh, that's a crux. But like I said, that's a yeah. that's a conversation for another day. Yeah, right. like that's, there's a <laughs> yeah. whole lot of caveats. We can talk about that. patterns and the 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 yeah. way to that's do them. All, smart, all the time. smart UI. That's that's a topic yeah. for another day. Yeah. But no. Uh, but, yeah. Process is hard. It's it might. I mean, everything. Everything's hard. But kind of going back to the you know being able to ingest. I mean, we we became UI UXers because we like problem solving. Right. And if we don't get to solve problems, you know. We're we're in the wrong you know like wrong company, you know like you know, there's there's vi- there's visual production designers and then there's UI UXers, right? Um, and even production designers like to solve problems. I mean that's that's what right. design is is mm-hmm. how can I make something work and look good too? Right, right. Um, yeah. All right. Do we want uh, to? Uh, so oh, we, yeah. we've decided to create a new oh, yeah. segment uh, yeah. at the end of the show. Uh, called grievances be, because we can't are, be bitter all the time. Yeah, <laughs> we have to hold uh, all our bitterness to one section. Yeah, so we're we're gonna. I mean, we have a lot of grievances that we talk throughout the show. You know, with like our issues with XD and Figma and stuff. But we're gonna we're gonna start a new segment called grievances, uh, where we take a specific topic uh, and we just uh, we just air out all of our grievances with this specific topic and tonight's topic is ui versus ux um, stakeholders don't understand the difference there there is no fucking difference <laughs> well i was there's saying, uh, there's no di- like listen if you're a ux designer on listening to this podcast i want you to know that there is literally no difference between <laughs> ux and ui they are the same thing yeah, it UI is an experience is just a layer of Layer it's of just UX. a layer of UX, right? So, like, you if you have design thinking workshops and you're doing testing and you're doing wireframes and you're doing visual design, it's all UX, right? Yeah. Like, you are creating a right. an experience for your right. user, and at some point, they're going to end up getting a pretty version of it, right? And, <laughs> yeah. like, well, I, I mean, can't stand it. Like, the catch-up <laughs> shit, like, no, uh, I can't, no. Uh, uh-uh. it, and it trickles upwards to, like, the beginning of this, you know, this episode is that there's so many things... This is where we start talking heated. But <laughs> there's so many things that, that go into UX that aren't the visual design, too. You right. know, like, it's it's just such a thing. It's like the customer support language. That's user experience. The mm-hmm. marketing materials, where, where they, you know, like, are they posting it to Instagram or are they posting it to Twitter, those ads? That's, that's user experience. The packaging... Mm-hmm. If you yep. open up a, your thing, and I mean, the, there's UI t- or U- UI fuck, fuck. Uh, there's UX teams. Oh no! You know, there's teams, <laughs> companies that spend their research and time just in the texture of the packaging. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, 
that's yeah, and it's technically all, I mean, a box it's is a UI experience. too. So yeah, it's the same thing. You know, it's that mm-hmm. interface. It's how, I mean, let's be honest. It's how the user interfaces with your brand. Right. And yeah. if that experience is shit, <laughs> it's bad, right? Yeah, because, it because you need to focus on the experience piece of it. Then really like, like, yeah. All right, this is this is a grievance we were gonna we were gonna save for another time, but dribble is bullshit. <laughs> dribble is I think absolute that's an episode bullshit. for you. It, it is it is great inspiration, and I I look at dribble quite often to see how other people sort of design some things. Dribble. But please don't take dribble seriously. None of okay. that shit on dribble actually goes into production. Oh God. There, there's that, that's there might be a say. small sector of design work in on dribble the branding that probably goes into production. Does, but if you're looking at UI stuff on dribble, it ain't. it's all, it's all flair. It's, fantasy right? it's shit. all, there it ain't is fantasy one company shit. that's going to sign off on that shit. No, no, it's, and I, I guarantee you there's, there's devs that look at dribble and just like, they just shake their head. Like, really? Yeah, what is you, you what is even what? going on here? Like, yeah. uh, and that's and that's sort of that whole and, and I think that fosters that whole UI versus UX argument that like oh look at all my pretty work I'm like yeah it's great work you're a great designer oh, okay but what does that how does it actually work like how do you, do people actually use this uh, and is it successful Have you measured like how successful this design is You haven't because it's bullshit. Yeah, I mean, you you notice new. Remember Newmorphic, like that yeah. weird white. You uh, notice how that only ever existed uh, on Dribble. That was a that was going to be the trend. That was going to be the trend. Uh, never made it past. No, because never it's garbage. It well, it was like yeah, that's garbage, accessibility Joe. nightmare. Yeah, it's an ex- <laughs> oh god, all the shadow shit. No. Yeah, like no, like well. there's a reason there's a reason why it was a trend on Dribble and nowhere else. Yeah, and it's, I mean, I guess Microsoft in some sense sort of picked it up no, with the no, texture they didn't do stuff. No, they, they, they did a little bit more skeuomorphic, but it's still pretty flat, and, like, it's more closer to material. No, I'm talking about yeah. that shit that was, like, just, it was a highlight and a low light. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, you know, that it was, was called garbage. newmorphic, yeah. and it was just like, and I, I think, nope. <laughs> I think... I do think Microsoft sort of took Newmorphic and even even Google in some sense and even I mean even all like Apple themselves they kind of took the Newmorphic idea and made it something not garbage like Microsoft's fluent design language is beautiful like with the textures oh, yeah. and like the lighting and like like when you roll your mouse over a number and yeah. it changes the lighting depending on where your your yeah. cursor is at like that's that was Sort That's, of a skeuomorphic concept, but it was, but it's, it's, it was actually it put in the into way of the actual function, though. It doesn't it, get it, in the way of the actual function, and that's the difference, right? Is like yeah. the the shit on dribble, a skeuomorphic that was like literally just there for presentation, yeah. and the like, stuff that's actually implemented that actually makes sense. From a user perspective, like being able to see where my cursor and the light follow my cursor, like that's that's actually an ex- like that's actually probably helps accessibility because there's contrast there, and somebody with maybe um, you know uh, uh, that's not 
sort of maybe have some seeing disabilities might be able to see where their 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 cursor is and well, what I, they're doing. I, right. I honestly think a little bit of that was set up for uh, um, augmented reality stuff. Yeah, oh, I'm sure that's coming, and I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Like I'm not excited about <laughs> virtual. I guess this is a different grievance. Yeah, I have. Uh, let's I go have back. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> all right, UI versus UX. It's not a uh, thing. Yeah, Please uh, stop making it a thing. Please stop posting shit on on LinkedIn about what UI is better. L- test it with your customers. Find yeah. out what your customers think because everybody on LinkedIn is full of shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, that, that's fuck. I mean, I think that's that's. Yeah, I think. I mean, you made you made the solid point. It's like, well, I think it's 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 arguing for argument's sake. It's just yeah, you're like, like cool, don't you don't request be... feedback on LinkedIn because there's you're you, all you're doing is you're getting feedback from other designers. Right. And so every every other designer thinks about something differently. And really, the only thing that matters is whether or not your customers are happy with what you've designed. Yeah. And if you can, I mean, getting those opinions, too, is like they won't have the full context of your research. They won't have the full context of your of the right. company product offering. Or, I mean, there's a lot right. of legacy. What stuff is this that, specific element being used for? Right. Yeah. Like, I don't or, know. Well, how am I going to tell you what UI or yeah, UI yeah, is I better? Mean, there's, there's like, things in my, my day to day, you know, like stuff like in the user interface and the products I work on that are there because somebody made a decision 50 fucking years ago. Yeah. That, but that's, <laughs> right. that's what customers expect. Right. That, you know, and like, I mean, you and I, we sort of share the stuff that we're working on with each other. And I'll go, why are you doing it that way? And you're like, oh, yeah, well, the, because the oh. hardware works this way. Or I can't, yeah. you know, this is sort of <laughs> what was given to me by... Yeah. yeah, there's a patent that says I can't do this, you know, the way that yeah. I want to. Yeah. So and like, like when, that's when just how things roll. Yeah, that context is lost when you're like, hey, what what do you think of this? It's like, that's cool, but this, this, this. Like, they don't know. It's like, yeah, some patent troll owes, owns the patent on averaging. Yeah. Which right. actually is a serious thing that we're dealing with. Like, somebody, <laughs> oh, like, we can't average something. Right. <laughs> That's dumb. all right. <laughs> Sorry. All right. End of our end of our grievances. We're going to end our, the show. Uh, um, so thank you for listening. Um, I guess, uh, and, Merry, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and uh, Happy New yeah. Year. Yeah, uh, we won't see you till next year. It's crazy, right? Yeah. And we but we promise to be more organized. We'll be ten yep. percent more organized and a hundred percent more agreement. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening and uh, see you next year. See you next year. Bye.